0: everybody! Welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We are stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians that are currently jobless because of the coronavirus. We're
1: finally going to be the doctors our mothers wanted us to be.
0: Is there anything that we don't know? A
1: lot, actually. We have a lot of questions. Uh, we have a lot of answers. All of them wrong. But we do have access to... Google! And a vet! Oh yeah, my mom's a vet! She knows some stuff. We have to do this. So again. every once in a while, we're gonna invite her on.
0: No, we don't. We're gonna actually use this. <laughs> welcome to two non-doctors. Doctors. <laughs> Hi, welcome to two non-doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. How you doing, Cupcake?
1: Uh, I'm all right. How's it going?
0: Um, I've had non-stop construction outside my door now. I, uh, did you give right me? Did you give me your construction? And to, yeah. 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 You're like, mm, uh, I don't like this. I'm done with this. I <laughs> so just just do that to Liz. She's better. I had to do a self-tape, and there's just like no way around it. So what's funny about it is like, so for anybody that doesn't, I mean, self-tapes are now all you kind of the only way you audition now. Um, but you get a bunch of scenes, you put it on tape, and then you send it to them, but you have to slate, so you have to be like, I'm Liz Mealy. They usually ask your name, your height, and where you live. And so, you know, this one was like, name, height, where you live if you're vaccinated. And my slate, I'm not even joking, was just like, name, Liz, you know, Liz Mealy, 5'1", Brooklyn, New York. I'm sorry. There's construction on this side. There's beeping. It's authentic New York sound effects for this audition. <laughs> like, I was just, because it was insane. Like, there's no, and it was like long kind of monolog chunks that I had to do. And it was just like, that was what I cared about. So I can't like wait for like, uh, you know, people that are beeping over here and nonstop construction for like, I was just like, but I sent it. My, my manager was like, I liked your slate. And I was like, it, it, it was necessary. Like, I'm not going to, I didn't want them to out. think I didn't care. Yeah. There's, just, there's no way around. There's no work around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll stand out. That's cool. I'm sure that they appreciate any sort of like humanness. Cause I'm sure they get tape after tape after tape, like, i'm alexis oh sorry <laughs> alexis always like yes yeah, yeah yeah um and yeah my point is is um they probably just get like very like serious like and here we go this is my art it's art too but you know um i have to i have to direct i'm taking a theater directing class oh and uh i have to direct the scene today and i'm excited about it um You know, talking props. (laughs) You remember on friends when Joey was in a play and the director comes in, he's like,
0: "My talking props." Um, I guess I don't actually know what directors. I know they're essential. I know, I know, I know that they're important. I guess this should get you cast on something. Uh... Yeah, Yeah, I guess I just don't know what they do.
1: Um. They have a vision for the script, and they have to make sure that vision gets seen via the DP and the actors and the set and the like everything. Like final, dis- like you know how like so, if like you have making a decision when you're on vacation with a group of friends.
0: Yeah, and you just want to merge mark- chaos. Yeah. You need someone yeah.
1: to be like, "This is the decision."
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in charge of the itinerary. Um. Okay, so I understand in a movie set or like a sh- I guess for like directing like if it's is it a play like you know when somebody's like i directed a one woman show and you're just like she just stands there like what are you directing well
1: directing like um directing a one woman show is a, a little different like you might have like um they would help with um like the tech and the lights when the lights come on and and, and like make all those decisions about where and when and how tech happens and, and like those like different um I mean, it's hard because like with stand-up, it's like, how would you direct stand-up? I'm just up there telling my jokes. But sometimes directors like have a lot to do with content as well. Like I feel like I do when I do like I do stand up coaching and I feel like I do a lot of directing. Like sometimes I just straight up give people the punchline. I'm like, it's just this. This is what's funny about it. I try yeah. to just get them there myself without giving them any punchline. But sometimes yeah. I'm like, it's just, just You're like a comedy therapist. Just say this,
0: <laughs> please. You're like, you're like, you should you should you, here you go here you go this is how you're gonna grow as a human can you can you grab and they're like i can't grab it and you're just like just stop just journal like you yeah. know what i mean like
1: yeah but sometimes like whether like the performer's too close to the material like if it's a material about your life or something it's just like yeah. for me personally i need someone else to tell me like oh like this is interesting i'd like to hear more about this because i have all the information and i don't know how to edit it yeah. because i i'm used to everything so when I, re- I see other people's shows and i'm like i'm like this ties in with this and then the whole theme of this. And, you know, you could see it so much more clearly when it's other people,
0: which is interesting because I think there's some directors that you're just like, oh, they're too big and nobody's telling them to cut stuff. You know what I mean? Like I think of like certain Judd Apatow movies where I'm like, what are we doing? This is like seven movies. What are we doing here? Yeah.
1: But I mean, he's he's because he's the writer director and there's too much ego going on. Yeah. Like writers shouldn't uh, they shouldn't edit. They shouldn't direct. like I just think um, I, I, a lot of people who make their own films like could use someone else editing
0: to say, yeah, yeah. no, this is unnecessary. Yeah. Just
1: cut your ego right
0: out of that. <laughs> I know you wrote all this, but we don't need all of this in here. Yeah, my babies. <laughs> yeah, know my punchlines. Yeah. I remember one of like the most important things I was ever told in comedy is that you're gonna have to kill some of your babies. So you're yeah. like, especially in joke writing or like writing, um, you know, whether it's a script or even a short story, you'll write something. It'll be like your favorite line, and then as you start to finish or start to see the thing develop, you go, "It oh, doesn't belong there." It's yeah so it's
1: just it's yeah i like it. <laughs> I it yeah but stand-up is a lot more forgiving about what belongs and what doesn't because there isn't generally like a like a through line like some people put it in but sometimes it's just you can just go from like talking about cactuses to like
0: hospitals yeah. and
1: with no you don't have to have like a segue or an yeah overall i guess theme.
0: Be- yeah i guess because i write like little stories so like my chunks aren't 30 seconds my chunks are like four minutes So I'll, I'll start out with an idea of what I think I'm writing about and then I'll finish it. And I'll be like, that doesn't really belong there anymore. Like that got me to where I am now, but I don't actually need it. And it actually is kind of distracting to keep it in. So like, and then sometimes the bit's only two and a half minutes long because I went on a tangent for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm working on this joke about, um, not even like I wrote jokes about when I was in Pakistan, but now I have jokes about just trying to get to Pakistan and just like how much paperwork and how like hard it was. And it, I do kind of sometimes like a remembering just like I remember as it happened, it was so ridiculous, which is the Pakistani embassy gave me the wrong passport and then tried to convince me it was my passport. And just like what that exchange was like, it just, yeah. you know what I mean? So it, it something sparked that memory. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was fucking nuts. So now I'm building out the story so people kind of like understand it. But I added a line. I hope it stays in. But I added a line that I was just like, I was like, just so we're clear, like you have to leave your passport at the Pakistani embassy for two weeks. Like I'm away from my passport right now and I'm not handling it well. Like I have too much anxiety. I do not like, you know, so it's just like there's little stuff like that. Like, I don't know if that's going to stay in there, but I like the idea that I'm like just continuing to explain how like. That's not just like a big deal in general. I don't like being away. Like it's too much stress to not have all the things that are important to me on my person at all times.
1: Oh yeah. That would stress me out too. What, I mean, like what do you think they do with it? Like just for two weeks, they just Google you <laughs> just like while watching all your YouTube clips.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. And like, what's even like, what I even add as a detail is like, just so we're clear, that Pakistani embassy is just a guy in sandals, looking like he's waiting for the bus. There's no official. Nothing feels of it. like I gave it to him. He had put it on the desk. I was like, "You're not gonna put that away, like in a filing cabinet. Anything official?" I know,
1: right? <laughs> he's gonna leave it there. Like just put your coffee on it later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this?
0: like it was just so. I was just like, oh. But I, I don't know. I, I assume the time is like we're busy, but like nothing about that building felt busy.
1: What did I do that somebody took something important from me and didn't put it away properly. And I was just like, Hmm, that that's, but I can't remember what it was. I was like, that doesn't, can you
0: make sure you like just lock that up? But yeah. damn it. Can't remember. But, but it's interesting. Cause like we talk about red flags in relationships, right? And so it's just like, Oh, that's a red flag. And you know, maybe avoid that. Or you see in 2020, like 2020 hindsight, 2020. I don't know why 2020, it was just very triggering to even say 2020, but like, (laughs) (laughs) as I was saying, I was like, I don't like this reference anymore, but you see kind of in hindsight, like, oh, that might've been a red flag, but like, sometimes you can't avoid, like, that's a life red flag. Like this guy, like, I was like, I have to leave it for two weeks. This feels very unofficial. I feel like they're going to lose it. And then I come back and they did like, they did lose it. Like they eventually found it. but But they
1: tried to like pass another passport off on you like oh yeah it was it was
0: a full fight like I was like hey this isn't my passport and he's like it is and I was like is this what gaslighting is like I know well was the person pretty at least no she was like 55 years old it was like an (laughs) older lady I was just like I literally yelled I was like this is not my name that's not my face like this isn't like full freaking out what Mm -hmm. the hell was that about oh it was and then it took 45 minutes for them to find my passport so we're talking about lost loss like it wasn't like oh they grabbed the wrong one because they don't know how to read it was like I like we
1: <laughs> and this 55 year olds
0: like well I'm an American citizen <laughs> <laughs> um I, I
1: remember working at a comedy club and uh I got my I worked in the box office but they gave me a chance to work as a server on the midnight a show uh, yeah they Congrats. were like all right because I'd been asking I was like I want to I want to wait tables I want to be a server and so they were like, all right, do, you could do the midnight show. Well, I don't know why they thought like the midnight show would be a good one to start me on because it was just as full as any other show. And, yeah. uh, th- you know, in the comedy clubs, you have to like, you know, they drop the checks and then they collect the checks and then you go back and you process the checks and you bring them back. Uh, what a fucking mess I made. So like the comedian, the headliners on the whole time, checks are dropped. People leave their credit card. You pick it up. You go, you process the card, you bring it back. I know like, The whole of the second row goes, uh, what the, this isn't, um, they're like holding up the cards. Like everyone in the second row, is, I just fucked up everyone's credit cards <laughs> and mixed them up. So like everyone had the wrong
0: cards. <laughs> and did you charge them like the wrong amount too? Or did uh, you just went to the wrong table?
1: Yeah, so I had charged, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how, I don't know how. So everybody had to like stay after so I could correct all of it. And they never let me wait tables there again. Um, It wasn't until a while later that they let me, but like, I have fucked up so royally. And the headliner is trying to perform and it's And and there's people like
0: like freaking out. They're like, oh, my identity's (laughs) stolen. And Oh man, um, I am mean,
1: shitting myself. God, that like, was my first attempt to, and it's already stressful. Like it's a stressful- Did they train you? It's no, I mean, no, not really. Like it's stressful to wait tables anyway. Yeah, like, and then you have with, to be quiet <laughs> in you have the be dark. Quiet, and you're like, what, sorry, And they're like, just a di- rum and Coke. And I'm like, do, do you want diet Coke or do you want ice? <laughs> you can, you know. But like waiting tables are common comedy club specifically is because everything is at once. Everything yeah. is like, I mean, on one hand, it's okay because you can like get everyone's order at the same time. You just go down the line. But at the, on the other hand, it's just chaos. And if you fuck anything up, it fucks everything up. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, exactly. I just, I oh, this was the worst night of my life.
0: Uh, I, I just, that story caused me anxiety as somebody <laughs> that waitress during the day at lunch hour for seven people. And I was like, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, dude. Yeah. They, they should give you like two ta- You get two tables. Like, Oh start- no, I
1: had a whole section and I shouldn't have, that was everyone learned a lesson that night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that the manager's like fixing your mistake. And we're like, did we learn something today about <laughs> managing? <laughs> give me a matinee to start on maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you want to get into announcements? Yeah. So uh, thank you to all our Patreons, everybody that supports us. We are beyond grateful. You guys are lovely. Um, if you don't know, uh, you can support us. And for that, you get weekly bonuses. You get monthly bonuses. You get stickers. Um, you get our albums. You get my book. You can become a Google guest. You can control our Google. there's so many options um, and fun benefits for being a Patreon. And you can do that at patreon.com slash two non-doctors. That's the full word doctors.
1: And uh, you can follow us on the socials. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter at two non-doctors. It's the number two full word doctors and on Instagram at two non-DRS. And if you have time and you're feeling kind, please leave us a rate and review on Apple podcasts. We love it. We love to share it on our socials and we get really, really excited. And thanks for everyone who's left reviews so far. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, you can buy my album that is out. You can get it on Bandcamp, maria you yeah. can uh, you can stream it or something. Um, and thanks for everyone who's left me like nice words about it and who's who's bought it. And uh, I appreciate all of that. Um, it's, uh, it's great. And then, and um, yeah, I'm around London for a bit. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm doing, um, I'm doing a full show on June 4th at Two North Down for the um, Weapons of Mass Hilarity Middle Eastern Comedy Festival. Um, and,
0: uh, yeah, um, I just added Long Island in July. So I'll be in, I'll be at the brokerage comedy club, uh, in Long Island, July 22nd and 23rd. Then, um, I'm also in Atlanta and DC in July. And then in August, I'm in Panama city and Pensacola, Florida, San Francisco. And then I think in September I'm in Colorado um fan mail yes
1: um we're doing a youtube comment yeah. it is it's from sub seven and to touch on multiple talking points in the episode dark chocolate we
0: should probably say what it's about okay um, So this, the- he, he's referring to i think it was our let's get personal that what we rate 10 out of 10 10 out of 10
1: Yes. So he says dark chocolate, thin frozen Reese's cups, 10 out of 10. Uh, You know what? I thought this was a list of separate things the first time I read it, but no, like the dark chocolate, thin frozen Reese's cups are 10 out of 10. That sounds amazing.
0: You know what? Um, He made me, I I don't even know if it was on my list, but holiday Reese's are my 10 out of 10. Like I only Um, eat. All right, Liz. No. Literally talked about holiday Reese's
1: cups. Like probably seven I, out of the twelve months. I don't of care, the year. but
0: that's my 10 out of 10. And you I think they
1: didn't make you realize that. You, you did, know that you I made love me realize, Reese's got no, no, me
0: realize that's how I feel. I think I missed it on our 10 out of 10. I'm talking about butt warmers, and really <laughs> it is holiday Reese's are perfection and they do not need to be changed. I don't care that the heart is long for some reason and doesn't look like a heart because it's so perfectly wonderful.
1: It is yes. He's absolutely right. And frozen, I want to try that. That sounds great.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I like. I, I, isn't it most candy just? I keep most of my chocolate in the in the refrigerator. I don't keep it in the freezer because I don't. I don't, don't want to be like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like a dog, a dog a gnawing and on a bone,
1: just gnawing on a Snickers. <laughs>
0: genuinely just somebody comes in and I'm like "Ah." and then of course knowing me I'll have chocolate all (laughs) over my face um so I can't have it frozen but I I like I do like it cold also Uh, I think if I'm looking for like my parents they now have canned like they now have like junk food in the house because of my niece and nephews but before my niece and nephews like I would have to like look around the house like a scavenger and be like if I was my dad where would I hide cookies if, my, if I was my dad where would I hide candy and it was usually in the freezer like no joke would like be picking up like 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 frozen meat and then I would find like a Snickers under it
1: my dad has gotten such a sweet tooth as he's gotten older it's just like I come home now and I'm like he's got like like a Sam's Club size box of Reese's Rice Krispie treats I mean and um uh there's always like uh like some sort of ice cream and like there's all kinds of shit my mom likes she eats like lemon cake for breakfast and lunch (laughs) i think like sugar's never really been forbidden for me that's why i don't think i'm like crazy about it i'm like yeah it's fine um he continues on i think i'm sorry i'm just assuming he i don't know why uh easily my new favorite guilty pleasure not sure of the cocoa percentage though. cool yeah that's great i'm gonna try that
0: my sister introduced me to. Uh, I think it's called like Reese's Break. Crap, it's like Reese's. There's. It's like a bar instead of a whatever, and it's got nougat, and it's like it's heroin. And because I'm off gluten, I w- I wanted it. I like, you know what I mean. Like I wanted it, so I went, and then I read the ingredients to make sure. So I don't know what the hell nougat is. L- nougat is. Like, I was just going to say, what is nougat? Like, you know, you hear about it. It's not gluten, but it's not food either. <laughs> like, it was, I'm not even joking. Like literally I'm reading, I read the ingredients <laughs> twice. Cause I was like, it's gotta, right. It's gotta be like, I'm thinking it's like, like a soft Twix, like material. Like I was like, I don't, and I read it and I was like, <laughs> it just, it wasn't, you know, it's all the things you think it is like high fructose corn syrup and like sh- more types of sugar. But I mean, like I read it four times and I was like, there's no gluten, but this definitely isn't good for my body. <laughs> Your body's like, just have gluten.
1: What is yeah, it? <laughs>
0: almost, almost delicious. sheet the cake. <laughs> delicious. I know what's in that. Oh, it's so good. But it is. There is nothing real about what's inside that. Hmm. So. I will be going off processed sugar eventually. Oh God. Um, um, I remember I can't have it anymore because of my yeast allergy, but I remember discovering take five candy bars. They came out when I was either in high school or college. And you know, when somebody tells you something and then it just freaks you out, but this is where my priorities were when I was like 17, 18, some like somebody was, I was like, I discovered take five. I was like, they're the best. And they were like, yeah, I hope they last. And I go, what does that mean? They're like, yeah, you know, sometimes they introduce new things and then, you know, if nobody buys them, they get pulled from the market. And they were like giving examples of like older candy bars. And I became Obsessed with pushing take fives on like I was like, I was like an evangelical, like, pastor. You're out there with a
1: bullhorn. Yeah, <laughs> I was like,
0: take fives are the best candy bar. They're both sweet and crunchy. Oh, are you PMS
1: salvation in a take five?
0: <laughs> Having a bad day, take five. If you feel PMSy, take five. You feel good about yourself, take
1: five. Like, I was some, like, take five executive with this like wrinkled suit, like, lady,
0: it's over. <laughs>
1: just walking away all sad.
0: <laughs> I, and they're still around and now i can't eat them so you know this has got to be somebody that like i don't know finds out god's not real but <laughs> <laughs> i like whatchamacallits
1: what are they again i have no idea and it's a little bit crunchy and i just have always as a kid i loved whatchamacallits i don't know if they still exist
0: like an, yeah they're like an old school candy. yeah yeah i don't I can't remember the last time I saw a what you call it. Do You know what? The candy over here is disgusting.
1: Like, I, <laughs> I, I will, so people that like, would fight you on that. I don't, I know, I don't give a shit. I'll be the first to admit that American chocolate is garbage, it's bad, yeah. Food Hershey's chocolate, like, I had a Hershey's kiss, yeah. yeah, and I was like, Whoa, like, it's I can't believe I ever ate that. I just didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, so the quality of the actual chocolate here is better, it gets even better as you go further go east into Europe, yeah, 100% found a way to perfect it in the Swiss Alps. But like, <laughs>
0: um it's just like just- a chipmunk. Like just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it
1: is. Yeah. Chipmunks know. Good good nuts, so that's squirrels. Doesn't matter.
0: So nothing. We got nothing. Yeah, nothing. There, like facts the, the in candy here.
1: bars and I hear the like the wispies, which is just air and chocolate. It's just oh, what's that fluke
0: thing or flake
1: thing, whatever the fuck that is. It's just I don't know.
0: I don't know. There's some weird UK candy bars. I don't know.
1: And then I try stuff and people are like, You've never had a what before? And then I'm like, that's not their accent at all. <laughs> um <laughs> and then I'll try it and i am like, oh, like oh, why are you why do you do this to your children? Like what this is. This isn't good. Like, I need to like get the snack industry together as a whole over here, and just yeah. be like, a, we need to rename everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. B, everything let is. me just tell you what's desi- delicious, which is peanut butter and chocolate together. Yeah. Together as one. They, it's not a combo they do over here.
0: Do they not have peanuts? They got peanuts. They just if you sit at a bar, which is what everybody does in the UK. What are the snacks they're giving you, Chris? Um, you sit
1: at a bar a pub in the uk what are the snacks they're giving you? they don't give you snacks you might have a dirty bowl of of like peanuts or
0: okay so they do i mean i feel like that's pretty common as they have like yeah nuts 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 i mean my favorite and it's like ruined me is these chocolate cover almonds these japanese chocolate cover almonds by miji that you know i've become oh, yeah, obsessed those are with delicious yeah yeah but you can't go back like that's you can't go back like it's the further I've,
1: east you go it just gets better and better <laughs> like i don't know what it but is you don't understand
0: those. it becomes what happens is i try things in different countries and i become like i'm like you become uppity but like in a way that you're like no i'm right though like so like i remember chocolate like trying these chocolate covered almonds in Japan and then being like, oh, I love ch-. like I was just like, oh, I must love chocolate covered almonds. And then trying them in the US and I'm like, pap, pap, pap. like just like <laughs> I tried so many brands and I went, I went grow like I went every and they're disgusting. And then I get my Miji brand and I'm just everything's right. I think that they roast
1: true. their almonds and I maybe chocolate co-
0: covered almonds over here are like not roasted. So it's there's not- that
1: extra depth. There's
0: something. I think it's both the chocolate and probably the almonds yeah yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think something else that there's just like a couple of things that like I would never have here. I would only have like overseas. The mm. same way that like I don't like I want authentic baklava. I don't want like some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not having anybody's bullshit baklava. I want I want a Middle yeah. Eastern woman or a Greek man <laughs> to yeah. make me. Those are the only people I'm going to accept it from anybody I, else.
1: If I talked about Japanese Kit Kats on this podcast, I know. I don't know, but you person. introduced me to them. Oh my God. They're so good. Did you know Kit Kats come in fruit flavors? Crazy. <laughs> plum Kit Kats. The first time I had them, I was like, wow, you didn't, you wouldn't think you wouldn't think a no. plum Kit and Kat. I, like, I didn't know what I was eating, by the way, it was all in Japanese. And so I just popped it in my mouth. And then I was like, what did I just eat? And I looked on the package and it, I think it, it must've said Kit Kat. It looked like a Kit Kat. And I didn't know what flavor it was. And I had to like, I somehow figured out it was plum flavored and i've spent so long trying to find them here
0: honestly every time i do because i i now because of my own addiction i will always go to the Kit Kat section and look for you and Aww. i you like you've hired me as like some kind of like like a uh, uh, search like i i'm not even joking i was in um um they opened up a daiso in new york um i think there's one in queens because i went to the one in queens but there's one in brooklyn now which is a japanese dollar store and i just like like i just love it and so i went with some friends that's that's how you know you've lost your mind i'm just like yeah you, you, you guys all want to go to a japanese dollar store like it'd be like if i was like hey you want to go on a fun trip to the dollar like dollar tree like but it is they're great I, I buy i buy a lot of stickers with cats on them anyway i there's always a section and i look at every single one. i'm just like strawberry there's i mean a, they are good but like it's, are good. it's never there, the one. there's
1: a there's an asian market right by the bus stop by my place I'm always waiting for the bus and I always have to run in there. I'm like, like, do you have Plum Kit Kats? And they're like, what? I'm like, Kit Kats, do you have them? No. Plum. <laughs> like, run Mom, back out look, on it the looks bus. like a butt. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> they just see me jump on the bus. <laughs> just like, Who was that woman?
0: <laughs> Did you just get robbed? What happened? Aw, <laughs> um, oh, I love a good candy talk. Thanks, Sub7. You really <laughs> took us on a journey. Google's Googly. Googles. All right, you want to go first?
1: Yeah. Um, I Googled and it just had an epiphany. I was like, wait, I think my probiotics are like putting me in a better mood. Is that possible?
0: So I'm like, can
1: your probiotics improve your mood? And according to Harvard Health Publishing, probiotics may help boost mood and cognitive function. Yeah. Because I just like I felt like more calm lately, and I feel like stuff I normally find stressful and which is everything I find uh, having to do anything in the course of a day makes me sick (laughs) like stresses me out and uh instead of being stressed I'm like that's gonna be fun and I'm like sad about (laughs) you know like I am excited to direct today in class um but mostly I usually get stressed. but then I get these flashes of I'm excited for that and but just like random things like um I'm just like, I'm like, oh, it'll be nice rather than like, oh God, which is my usual mood.
0: So did you change probiotics? Like,
1: yeah, well, I just started taking them again. I just kind of, yeah, I let it drop for a while and then, um, I just picked it back up and then suddenly my, my mood was better.
0: Well, they do say, um, gut, I mean, gut health is like, you know what I mean? Like controls everything. So it can affect your gut health can affect your hormones. It can affect like anxiety and depression, like it, you know what I mean? Like, so they really do think it's like this barometer and controller of just about everything in your body. So that kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah. They say it's your second brain. Um, so this article says the gut and the brain are connected and um, the two are linked through biochemical signaling between the nervous system and the digestive tract called the enteric nervous system and the central nervous system, which includes the brain. The primary information connection between the brain and the gut is the vagus nerve and the longest nerve in the body. Um, the gut's been called the second brain because it produces many of the same neurotransmitters as the brain does, like serotonin, dopamine, gamma aminobutyric acid, all of which play a key role in regulating mood. In fact, it is estimated that 90% of serotonin
0: is made in the digestive tract. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Do you think all those candy bars we eat is probably not helping us? <laughs> probably not let's see. Um, so the gut affects the brain and the brain affects the
1: gut. So like, um, when your brain senses trouble, the fight or flight response, it sends warning, warning signals to the gut, which is why stressful events can cause digestive problems like a nervous or upset stomach on the flip side, uh, IBS Crohn's disease or chronic constipation may trigger anxiety or depression. It's funny because like I read somewhere about fight or flight and it's just, and it's like, um, what i thought the practical reason was or what i learned the practical reason was that like you're you have to like like if you really when you're really nervous like when you have to poop before shows it's because like your body's like you need to empty
0: out so you can run <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna weigh you down yeah um that's why people get vomity when they're nervous too yeah like just get it all out yeah i think so crazy
1: yeah oh you can't run if you're in the middle of vomiting
0: yeah, and also, don't you need some of that stuff for energy? Like, because maybe it's just, just
1: like it's too late for this to, to, to like turn into energy. So just get it out and get it out. Get it. Out. We don't have time for this. <laughs> um, yeah, and let me see if there's any other. So a small 2013 study reported hmm. that. Um, Women who ate yogurt with a mix of probiotics twice a day for four weeks were calmer when exposed to images of angry and frightened faces compared with a control group. Um, and they had lower activity in the insula, the brain areas that produ- processes internal body sensations like those emanating from the gut.
0: Um, I'm sorry. I just so love those, that study, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like a horrified face and they're like, doesn't even affect me. And you're like, it's like, oh, that's just a piece of paper with the face on it. And you're like, OK, OK. Oh,
1: Yeah. And that's why, that's why like all those yogurt commercials where women are having the best time. That's real. (laughs) Yogurt does that.
0: Yeah, actually that's, that wasn't false advertising at all. (laughs) Guys, yogurt (laughs) makes you want to (laughs) hike. It just does. Yeah. So take Um, your probiotics, everybody. That's one of the ones I've been the most diligent about. Like I started taking that probably about 10 years ago. I've had to change I'm so fucking tired. Um, I've had to change the types of probiotics and stuff like that, but I I found one that I really like, and I've been pretty like diligent about it. But you know, I wonder if I mix it up. They do say sometimes that you should like mix up your probiotics. Yeah, you mix your bottle. Nice yeah, to I it. mix it up. Yeah, yeah and You've seen I these. Come. what else you got? Yeah, you know, mix it up. What's the take five of probiotics? Something that's gonna <laughs> excite us. <laughs> <laughs> really get us going. Um, yeah, I do because I've gone. I've you've seen me. I've had like a million vitamins. I take a day, and then I got down to literally two, which is like a digestive enzyme I had before I ate, and a probiotic. And now mm. I'm somewhere in the middle again. I'm back to back to a crazy amount of vitamins. Yeah, <laughs> not that not not insane, but like enough that people are like, are you you yeah, you dying. What's this? Yeah, so, yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. um Great Google. It was you. really inspirational. Um, I think I've already Googled this before and I didn't get the answer I wanted. I just, how can I stop waking up with a puffy face? Like, this is all puff. Like, so I know from a previous Google that puffiness, like you just become puffier when you're older. It just is what it is. And it takes, you know, when you were younger, you could pop out of bed and there was no puffiness, but now it, for most people, it takes about an hour. Mm. Um, I don't know what the old line is, but I would say it's somewhere in your thirties because I don't remember. Just and I haven't drank in probably like eight years, which drinking can sleep deprivation and drinking can be part of it. But I tried this one. The first thing was wash your face with cool water to reduce the swelling. So you're supposed to do that upon waking up. I did it. Did nothing. Okay. I feel I still feel puffy. Um, I guess I felt more awake for the 30 seconds. I did that. Then it was avoid salty and processed food before bed. Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh, you mean my favorite thing to eat before bed? (laughs) I don't know what was wrong with me. I came home. I had some really great shows last night and I really like, I made a tape. I think I, I fixed some stuff during a new material show. Like I felt, like so productive and like jazzed, and I had um, dinner with Carmen before that. I just felt like just like good, and then I came home and I was like, to eat everything I own. But <laughs> I did, I ate so much processed and salty food, like all of like that is what that was. So, okay, Johnny will
1: have, and, and I will have like frozen pizzas at like two a.m. Every time I'm like, I got to stop doing this. Like, yeah, you're. So yeah, he, he can handle it.
0: I can't, um, I just feel like men don't get as puffy. I don't know if it's cause they have facial hair that covers it, but I don't tired. Yes. I've seen tired man face, but I'm talking about like my face is twice as big. It's puffy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't see it. I know I that it's
1: it. real to you. Um, but I, I, I don't know what you're talking
0: about. Two hours and we look gorgeous. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, this one I've joked about and I now know is don't sleep with your makeup on because inflammation of the skin contributes to facial swelling. And then, of course, also stay hydrated. So I've done nothing, almost nothing that I'm supposed to do. OK. And that might that might be a factor. Yeah. But, we, yeah. You don't sleep with your makeup on, but you
1: do you like just you make a point not to drink before bed so that you don't have to wake up in the middle of the night.
0: Yeah. But last night I did all the things I wasn't supposed to do. Cause okay. I was like, I was also intermittent fasting for a while, which means I wouldn't be eating anything before bed. Um, but I had carbonated water. I was just, I was crazy at carbonated water, free <laughs> cookies I found. Um, there's these, um, like corn puffy things that are just, it's just salt and made up cheese. It was at a real picnic. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it was great. I, I honestly the only thing that was missing was you oh would have been i was watching a documentary i was eating my snacks <laughs> is there like a powerpuff girls is that a thing that is a thing Power we would Puff have been girls. powerpuff girls yeah they, they solve crime and we just eat snacks but <laughs> uh yeah three powerpuff girls um i forget their colors green pink and maybe blue it doesn't matter It does (laughs) have to coordinate our outfits. Okay. Let's get personal. Yeah. Okay. What's the most impressive thing you know how to do?
1: I don't really know how to do anything. (laughs) Well, first of all, for you, YouTubers out there, I can move my thumb behind my like, there you go. It's double jointed.
0: Whoa. Freaky.
1: I know that's my party trick. Most impressive <laughs> yeah. thing I know how to do is stand on a stage and tell jokes to people and make
0: them laugh. Yeah, that's so I have a I have a like a skill that makes money and then I have a skill that doesn't make money. Yeah. So I would say comedy is both are impressive. Like, But like, you know, um, cultivated it, worked really hard. Yeah. Also, like, do you feel Clearly we do it on stage. Clearly we make a living off it. But do you feel like when you're at parties, that also is like I see when people underestimate underestimate me, like they just meet me and they underestimate me and then I make them laugh and they're like, What the fuck is this? Because I don't neither of us look like somebody that has that kind of wit. So that's actually my favorite like meeting. Like I remember with my ex, we went to like a weekend with a bunch of his like old friends that he used to work with like 10 years ago. So it was like this weekend, I don't know anybody but him. And we're sitting at a table and I'm murdering, like just murdering. And I saw like individually, like people like, you know what I mean? Cause you go from being a girlfriend to being like, Oh, what is this? And I'm just like, this is a free show and you're welcome, everybody.
1: I used to do that at the Bill Murray because I like before there was a green room for the comedians to hang out in. I would hang out out back smoking, and then you didn't inevitably end up talking to people. And I would never mention I was a comedian because I didn't want that dynamic. Yeah. Um, and then I'd get on stage and kill. And like I remember I saw two people going, That's the girl that was outside, and we were talking to her.
0: Yeah, Oh yeah, my yeah. okay. <laughs> I just thought she, had, she was a lonely lady. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, I love, love
1: going you. from lonely lady to like, oh, she's a comedian.
0: Oh, you look like love-
1: you're like a loser by yourself.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's your like, Oh, your friend, your friend didn't show up. And you're <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: like, Bitch, I don't have friends. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, I definitely think, hands down, that is our most impressive skill. My my non-pay uh, my rent impressive skill. Are you ready? Yeah, I think I think you'll agree with it. Talking pep talks.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my God. I think I gave
0: a good step talk.
1: Yes. You are an amazing person to talk to uh, when, like when you have any sort of self-doubt problem issue, whatever you're just, you're so good at being like, here's the overall picture and what you can do in the, in the present and in the future. (laughs) And then you're just like, damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like when I was like, Oh, like I want to write a book, but a book, Ugh. and you're like break it down into goals. Like you're so good at writing, and you have to do something with it, or I'll murder you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> murder. I do bring a little bit of murder into all my pep talks. Um, yeah, you're great at the pep talk. You're you're excellent. Like you should be paid for that too. Um, yeah, I don't want to take. A, I don't want to monetize something that brings me joy like that. Like yeah, and no, I ruin it. Yeah, and I, I still love comedy, and there's. I'm grateful, but I also remember years of being sad because I wasn't getting the notoriety or the movement in my career that I wanted because I cared so much about comedy. So there are just, I think I've now learned, I'm glad I'm a comedian. I'm grateful I'm a comedian, but I think I've learned more and more. Like whenever I like doing something like crafty or making something, I'm like, oh, maybe this could be, and I'm like, no, 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 hobbies. Let's keep our hobbies, our hobbies. Yes. Keep- keep our pastimes, are pastimes. So I do, you know, I, I like that I can be like, my brother called me up maybe like a week ago. And he was like, he was like mostly angry, a little bit sad. So he was in like a rage place and I let him rage. I was like, do your rage. I'll hold your rage with you. <laughs> um, and then like literally legit, like, like catching his breath from being angry. And I was like, do you want to, do you want, do you want to hear my side of it? And he's like, yeah. And so I like broke it down and I walked him through it and I was like, I think this is something that could be helpful. Duh, 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 duh. And he was just like, All right, thanks. I feel better. And I was like, that's my favorite that <laughs> I feel better afterwards. It's my favorite. Yeah. I don't want to send an invoice after how do therapists do it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, oh man. whenever I'm- A change in like their voice or like if you're in person, like the shoulders come down and I don't know.
1: No, it's, 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 it's really impressive. Cause I can always call you when I'm like, okay, I'm in a pit of despair. I need out and I need like, <laughs> I, I need my, you're like my, like my escape button or something. Like, I feel bad. I have a cheat like that. But I'm like, Liz, <laughs> everything is wrong. <sighs> and, he, <laughs> and you're like, I'm incoherent for half of it. And you're like, okay, cool. I remember calling you or I left you messages. That just, you couldn't, I was just, and then fucking, I just did this thing and I can't, none of it made any sense. Not literally not a word was spoken and you knew where I was, what was going on, <laughs> what I was saying. I just made a series of noises and you knew exactly what I was talking about and then gave me excellent advice.
0: <laughs> also, cause I've known you for a really long time. So that, but I've given some strangers some pep talks, and that's felt good as well. Yeah, like because there's some I I because you can do the same for me, and I think one you're also good at it. But also, you know me really well. But um, there's been some moments like whether it's like a young comedian I just met or somebody else, and I'm like, job well done, Liz. <laughs> like yeah. I walk away, like you walk away, and you can see like this like the the building's no longer burning. It's it's you see the steam coming out, and you're just like saved another human. Yeah,
1: I did a new material night last night and there was only comics in the audience. And then like at the break, I was sitting with like five of them and they were just saying like, oh, that joke didn't do well, but it is just comics in the audience. And I was like, yeah, like the point of this is just to get it out of your mouth. Like that's all I want out of these nights is just to like, get... it was in my head. Now it's out of my mouth. and like it forms that much more. That's all. And then a guy was like, that actually makes me feel productive rather than upset. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> And that's and
0: that's and it a for comedy. That's I think all the mindset shifting we've had to do in the last like 20 years is really you start to see how it makes you feel better in comedy, and then you just put that with anything else that you're upset about. Yeah. Because there's so much. I don't know. You, if you see it head on, you're just like, well, I'm failing. But if you look at it this way, you're like, Oh, I actually got a lot done or actually I'm further than I've ever been. Or I know people that would be jealous to be where I am, including younger me. Like, and then it's, and I feel like I'm able to take that, which took years of being able to handle because I cared so much about comedy and now I can apply it to anything. And it really is like that kind of, well, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, do you feel like you have a, a, an, an, a non-comedy impressive skill? No pep talk time. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like your cooking is exceptional. I feel like, um, I've always bragged about you that like you would come into my apartment and be like, okay, what do you have? Um, spaghetti, toothpaste, and some string. I can make something. <laughs> yeah. I can make yeah. something with that. Yeah, I
1: am. Yeah. I can be pretty good at cooking. I think my photography is really good whenever oh, I yeah. do do it. And so it's just like, I want to build those skills again. It's just like, I kind of let them both fall by the wayside. It's like, you just get older and you run out of time. So you just do what's necessary. And then you don't have time to like cultivate any of those hobbies. And I just need to, I need to set aside time. You're also
0: a woman with a million hobbies. Like <laughs> I do you have know, a lot of hobbies. I just like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like I logged on next week and you like knit a whole sweater and you're yeah. like, yeah, hey, found some yarn. And then I watched a YouTube video. Like you kind of remind me of my brother, Sam, where like, he just takes up a hobby for like a month, perfects it, and then moves on. And you're like, (laughs) "Fuck off!" I don't think I'm quite that talented, but like, I mean,
1: I do have like hobbies that I've had for a long time that I've just let go. And then when I go back to it, I look at old pictures I've taken. I'm like, these are good. Yeah. I forgot
0: photography. And that was like a big second part of your life or whatever. Your photography is incredible. I always think you're, I feel like writing is adjacent to comedy, but your writing is incredible.
1: Yeah. That was another one. So it's just like, I don't know. Do you still where have does, your camera? Huh? Do you still have your camera? Yeah. Yeah. It's collecting dust over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like, where does time go? It's just like, it's just like as much as I try to like break up my day and like plan for things and do things, I just
0: never have any, never have any time. Dude, if I have to do laundry, write an email and like, leave the house for anything, whether it's just like, go pick up eggs, whether it's go to the post office. I'm like, it's seven. Like, how is it seven? Like it's the whole day, the whole day.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't get that at all. I'm like, you know, I get stuff done and I feel productive, but I'm just like, I meant to do nothing i meant to do nothing on Sunday. Sunday was supposed to be my day of nothing. It just filled up. Like there was stuff oh, fucking, I don't know. I don't know what I'm complaining about. I'm so sorry. It's just, there is never any time for anything. I
0: okay. agree. Um, yeah. I kind of, I want to know, I like, I like hearing about what other people's skills are because I think when you hear about what other people's skills are, you find, you go, oh yeah, I am good at that. Or, oh, that's something I want to build up. Like, I would love to hear from people. Like, what's the thing that you feel is like most- impressive, right? Yeah. So where can they write to us, Maria? You can write to us,
1: uh, at two doctors at gmail.com. That's the number two full word, doctors at gmail.com. And thanks for listening guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. It's not gluten, but it's not food either.